G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Some more today on a Christian understanding of what turmoil is going on in the Middle East, especially around the nation of Israel. An update on a petition that's circulating around Australia asking our government for action in moving the Australian embassy in Israel to the city of Jerusalem and a whole lot of other issues. Stan Goodenough is the editor of the Jerusalem Watchman He's visiting Australia, his fourth tour of Australia, and has been speaking to audiences in various states and territories. But I want to pick up on something particularly special today, the fact that Stan Goodenough has spent some time in Arnhem Land and speaking with Indigenous Australians about the issues that are going on in Israel. Stan's back with us. Hello, Stan. Welcome to 2020. Hello, Neil. Wonderful to be with you. Thank you. Stan, your experiences with Indigenous Australians, and you've been up into the Territory, you've been to Elko Island, you've had a welcome there from Indigenous Australians. What have they felt about the message you've been delivering about Australia, about Israel and the turmoil that's going on there? Um, in the, uh, uh, sorry, Neil, the, um, the, the really uh, special thing for me as a, as a non-Australian was to be even invited into uh, Arnhem Land, and a special invitation was sent, uh, and uh, so I went with uh, with very little um, uh, knowledge of what to expect, uh, not having interacted with Indigenous Australian community before. And yes, they they welcome on Alco Island was uh, was 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 very warm, was very moving, and uh, and they were very eager to hear what I had to say. The the, the manner of communicating. Uh, with indigenous people is a little bit different in cu- culturally than from speaking to a, a packed church hall in, say, Melbourne. Um, and it was very interactive. Uh, but what was, what was fascinating and encouraging was that the, the, the core of what I came to share, uh, without even going into all of the, of the historical background in great detail, but the heart of what I came to share, uh, resonated so strongly with the people on Alka Island and with a, a number of other uh, indigenous pastors and individuals, uh, including uh, descendants of some of your um, ANLAC that I have met with, who really understand what it means uh, to battle over land, to be uh, to be caught up in a struggle over ownership, uh, land ownership and the belief in dispossession and, and a, an instantaneous identification with Israel, with the Jewish people, who, um, although the the uh, the label of indigenous people may or may not apply to the Jewish people, given that they were Canaanites in the land before them, nonetheless, the only nation to be formed as as a nation in the land of Israel, uh, their historical homeland where their forefathers are buried, and so on, uh, that 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 there was a struggle over that land, and that there was an effort to uproot Jews from this land that they've returned to. This they could identify with very very strongly and very positively in terms of 
uh, immediately wanting to to do something to 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 lend their hand uh, to to support Israel. It's fascinating. It is fascinating, and what a different way to be talking about issues that are going on in Israel today. And when you bring into the conversation this concept of the value of the land, of what it is to have a people who are connected with the land, and that that has struck a chord with Indigenous Australians in Arnhem Land, and you mentioned specifically Elko Island, as Indigenous Australians appreciate that sort of connection to the land and even understanding dispossession or uh, some of the issues of uh, where there's been discrimination, uh, that's also something that is very, very common uh, with the Jewish people. That's absolutely right, Neil. And so, um, and so uh, really, in a sense, very little explanation was really needed. We could, we could get right down to talking about a few basic points uh, the land, the geographical um, territory, actually uh, being um, given by God to the Jewish people exclusively and forever, according to the Bible, and the uh, the 2,000 years separation from their land and their uh, persecution uh, and the discrimination, as you mentioned, uh, which Jews have suffered everywhere, and now back in their land. Uh, but really in the, in, in, in the throes of battle, even as we speak, in the throes of battle over who does the land of Israel belong to, who does the city of Jerusalem belong to, these questions, they, they really could engage. And it was, it was very, it was very uh, encouraging indeed. Stan, this petition that is circulating at present and coming from a number of organisations, uh, all about the move of the Australian Embassy to Jerusalem. And uh, there'll be some who are thinking, uh, why would that happen? And uh, there's a waiting game with whether the United States would move to, to take their embassy from Tel Aviv and put it in Jerusalem. What's the whole issue with what is happening with that petition and with the idea of moving embassies to Jerusalem? In, in a, a few sentences, uh, the Australian light horse uh, 100 years ago this year, were at the forefront of the British Empire, the Christian world's effort to, um, uh, to, to drive the Ottoman Turks out of the land of Israel and, and of course, to conquer uh, Turkey, Ottoman Turkey, and, and, and to defeat the Germans. Uh, but your soldiers, your, your light horsemen were at the forefront at this point, as it's been often said. Uh, an amazing event, the charge in Beersheba that will be celebrated this year. Now, two months after Beersheba was liberated, Australians and New Zealanders were at the, at the front line marching into Jerusalem as it was liberated, as it was surrendered to the British forces, and uh, continued in the following year through the Galilee uh, to drive the Turks out of the land. There was a major part in the, in the, in the freeing up of the biblical land of Israel for, for the Jewish people, enabling them, as they were returning to, to their statehood uh, just a few decades later and to see their homeland reborn. Um, but it's been a battle since then, and, and, the, and the question has revolved uh, mostly, most sensitively around Jerusalem, uh, different parts of the land as well, but Jerusalem specifically, a city that in the heart of the Jewish people has been their capital for 3,000 years, and yet with no nation on earth until up to this point is prepared to recognize as their capital. Uh, for reasons of political expediency, for reasons of I don't necessarily want to judge the motives in the heart of every politician, but the overall um, the impact that that you get when you see, for example, 
that every single Australian embassy and every single Australian high commission uh, is, is, is situated in the designated capital of, of, of the countries where you have relationships, excepting in Israel. It's the only exception. And yet the Jewish people are the only people who have ever, ever considered Jerusalem their capital, and it's been unbroken in their thinking and in their praying that it's their capital, no nation will recognize it. Now, um, as far as moving embassies there goes, in the, in the struggle over the land, Israel's legitimacy, uh, the, 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 uh, the delegitimization of Israel is a major uh, a component of the enemies of the state of Israel, of the Jewish people, primarily the, the, the Arab, the Islamic Arab world. Um, and yet Israel has proof, uh, biblical proof, archaeological record proof, um, uh, enormous amount of, 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 of unchallengeable proof that Jerusalem is their capital city and that it, their, 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 their history is rooted in that city, that no country will stand with them. Well, uh, they are, there is movement. There have been promises by President Donald Trump. There have been uh, calls by other, in other parliaments, by individual members of parliament to move their embassies, but nobody's done so. There is, however, uh, momentum here. There is momentum here, and uh, this, this petition, which is, n- is not tied to any organization, it's not even a Christian uh, document in and of itself, it's simply a petition uh, calling on the government of Australia, the federal parliament, in fact, to be accurate, to move uh, the embassy uh, of Australia from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem and to redress this wrong, which is uh, uh, indefensible, and to actually stand alongside the nation that 100 years ago uh, Australians helped uh, and even sacrificed lives uh, to help uh, get eventually their land back again. So that's that's what the petition is all about. Uh, we'll come back and uh, we'll mention where people can get a hold of that petition to sign. Uh, there's other issues that are going on and there's been tensions in Israel over these past couple of weeks. Uh, intensification of uh, battles even, uh, riots on the streets in Jerusalem over the issues to do with the Temple Mount. Uh, what sort of what sort of things have you reflected on so far as what is happening on the streets of Jerusalem? Uh, the Temple Mount, uh, from a biblical point of view, which of course is the, is the only one worth standing on as a Christian, the Temple Mount is the, uh, the mountain of the Lord. The mountain of the Lord God of Israel, he calls that the place of his throne. It's where the temples stood, where his presence was visible in the, and evident in the, in the temples on the mountain, uh, where Jesus uh, went up onto the temple uh, mount, into the temple, referring to it as his father's house. Uh, it is at the very heart of everything that God has done in Israel since the land was conquered by the Israelites uh, more than 3,000 years ago. And uh, it is the center of the struggle today over the sovereignty of Israel, over the legitimacy of Israel to be uh, in Jerusalem and to worship at their holiest site. It's their holiest site. Uh, in Islam, it is the third holiest site. Um, and the international community through UNESCO and other organizations uh, have increasingly denied the Jewish connection to the site. So it's really, um, it's really a trigger for, for controversy and for conflict. Now, uh, just a few uh, days ago, um, from the Temple Mount, from the mosques in the Temple Mount, uh, three Arabs came with weapons which they had hidden in those mosques, and they came out of the, the Mount compound and they murdered two Israeli soldiers who were standing on duty outside. Uh, that led to uh, Israeli response, of course, 
um, the uh, Temple Mount was uh, declared a place that, 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 that people had to be uh, searched before they could go up there. Uh, metal detectors were put in place, uh, body scanners were put in place, and, uh, and the Islamic world erupted in fury. Uh, how dare Israel um, try to uh, in any way interfere with uh, what was going on on, their, on, on Israel's holiest site. Uh, this uh, led to immense outrage, a lot of rioting, subsequently the murder of, uh, of three members of a Jewish family by a, a Palestinian Arab who claimed on his uh, Facebook page just before he went out to slaughter that family that he was doing so because of the Temple Mount. It, is, it has long been um, a, a, a really hot friction point, and that continues. It's led to uh, real tension between Israel and Jordan. Uh, the Jordanian monarch, King Abdullah, he has uh, authority, uh, granted a um, certain amount of authority over the Temple Mount. Uh, the president of Turkey, uh, Erdogan, has uh, entered the fray as well and, 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 and provoked more um, public response, in encouraging Muslims everywhere to rise up and defend, uh, as they put it, defend uh, the Islamic sacred site. So it's really um, boiling right now, and it has led to a lot of tension and, uh, and, and, and inter um, intervention also by the United States administration and others. It's, it's ongoing, and we'll see where it heads to, but it's always been the heart of the city. It's always been the heart of what God has done in Israel uh, in his... Uh, uh, the place of his throne, as he calls it, and uh, it, I believe it will continue to uh, to be very, very contentious. I think we're going to see a lot still happen around the Temple Mount. We will be monitoring those things along. Uh, come back to this petition for a moment. Uh, you need to download the petition from somewhere to be able to sign it and send it to the appropriate authority that will submit it to the Parliament. Uh, are you aware of uh, a website where listeners can download that petition? It's not downloadable per se, but it is available. Uh, it can be it e email can be sent to an address, and and the email will be it will be uh, emailed. Uh, sorry, the petition will be emailed out. And anybody wanting to get this petition uh, should write to um, the principal petitioner, PO Box one seven eight five, Budrum, Queensland four five five six. So, Stan, we've got that particular address that people can write to to get a hold of a copy of that petition. Uh, there's also an email that uh, you're happy to give out uh, that you can pass on to the right people to get that petition into the hands of people who are interested. Uh, what's your email? Uh, my email address is good enough. That's G O O D E N O U G H, goodenough.stan at gmail.com. Goodenough.stan at gmail.com. Stan Goodenough, journalist, speaker, and editor of the Jerusalem Watchman. Stan, thanks so much for updating us on some of those things, and uh, certainly honour you because uh, going into those uh, those areas in Arnhem Land and in the Northern Territory, I'm sure uh, that Indigenous Australians will be uh, very proud of the fact that you've made that effort to fill them in on what's happening and uh, to understand this thing that they have in common. Uh, this connection to the land. Uh, Stan, thanks so much for being with us on 2020. Thank you, Neil, and blessings to you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported.
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.